Well, hello. Welcome to episode 50 of Pegasus Radio. In today's episode, we look at the subject, Associate to Director, the key steps. Okay, let's dive in. So, before we dive into this episode, yes, I'd like to repeat once again, this is episode 50 of Pegasus Radio. Wow, that has come around very quickly. I'd like to take this moment to thank you all, whoever's listened to any episodes of Pegasus Radio, and I hope that this continues to bring you value. I think it clearly is doing. Um, again, just to share another milestone on the podcast, this week we have surpassed 600 downloads stroke listen in one week which is pretty phenomenal given that the highest previous week's total, I think, was around 340. So we've really just completely smashed through it this, this week. And clearly, more people are finding value in the podcast by listening to more than one episode. If you can, please share this with any friends or colleagues. I would really appreciate you doing so. Okay, let's dive into this week's issue or this episode's subject, which is Associate to Director slash Partner the key steps. So I guess I'll first just very quickly re-clarify what the wider industry describes as an associate or a director. Because this is quite important. You may already be operating with an associate title, but not actually doing what the wider industry expects of an associate. So very quickly, an associate I would describe as somebody who is managing a small team, could be anywhere from three, I guess, right up to eight people. And you're probably managing a fee turnover, depending on where you're in the country, of anywhere from, I guess, 250,000 right up to maybe 800,000 in terms of value. You'll probably be managing one or two key clients or certainly key client commissions. And you may or may not be getting involved in some business development. A director as a step up or a partner will typically, you will typically see the fee revenue be going up. You typically see somebody managing, I would say a team of, I guess eight plus and probably a fee turnover of 800K plus. And we'll most definitely in most cases have key client management responsibility and will again in most cases be actively involved in business development. So it's worth making sure that you're clear on the two separations there as to what those two are. Now that's clear, I guess the first thing you need to ask yourself is, is it even possible within my current business to get up from associate to director? So what's the overall headcount and how many are above you? So as an example, if you're a team of 10 and there are already three directors and you're one of two associates, then logically there isn't a large enough team for the existing directors probably to do that a proper director job, let alone to have a need for another director. So I repeat again, if you've already got three directors above you and you're only a team of 10 people in total, given what I've just explained to you as what a director does for a living, generally speaking in the wider market this is, then logically the three directors you've got above you aren't really doing the proper director's job. Why would they certainly need to need or entertain a a fourth director? It wouldn't make any sense. As I've said many times, getting the associate title without the relevant responsibilities is not good and I think puts you out of sync with the rest of the market and in essence keeps you trapped. Even worse, getting a director or partner level title without the requisite roles and responsibilities that are expected in the wider market puts you even further out of sync with the market in my opinion. And so I think you need to be very careful of this. 
If you want a deeper dive into those two subjects, I suggest listening to episode 14, What Does the Org Chart Tell You About Your Prospects for Progression? And episode 47, Senior to Associate. I think if you listen to both of those, that should give you a very good flavour of what you need to do to actually hit the associate title properly before you're even looking at going up to director. But also, um, yeah, just give you a, a more of a detailed analysis of what I'm saying there about the fact that you've got to look at your org chart and say, is it realistic for me to be able to make that step up? Okay, so now that I've said all that, assuming you are confident that the current headcount and structure can accommodate another director or partner, what do you need to do to get there? So the first point I would make is that most promotions happen once you're already performing at that level, i.e. the company needs to know that you're already capable or certainly well on your way to operating at the level they want to, to have. So if you're an associate, you may be finding that you are you know, an associate plus plus to some extent. So you're at the top end of the brackets I've given you. You're managing maybe, you know, a team of five plus, maybe up to eight. Maybe you're getting close to fee revenue that you're managing of up to 800K. And maybe you are getting involved in other areas. You need to almost kind of be there first and foremost before they're going to consider promoting you to that next level. So what do you need to do, I guess, to get up to the, that next level? Well, I repeat again. If you want to listen to another episode of mine, episode 36, what are the four key pillars of management or what do you need to do to um, get to the point of senior management? You need to be good at team management. So that means growing the number of people you're managing. That means pastoral care. That means probably getting involved in recruitment. That means probably getting involved in supporting them with their development, such as APC, etc. You need to be, so that's pillar one. Pillar two is in increasing the fee level that you're looking after. So if you can continue to increase the fee level you're looking after and you're getting close to that director role. Number four is client management. You may already be doing some of this. In fact, I'm sure you must be doing some of this as an associate, um, but certainly increasingly managing probably multiple clients across multiple projects and managing the resource that goes with that. And lastly, the fourth pillar is business development. You know, Most individuals who move into a strategic director or partner level role within a consultancy will have to get involved in business development. As I said before, if you want to have a detailed dive into what those four pillars are, listen to episode 40, sorry, 36 of Pegasus Radio. So what do I find most associates are doing? I find most associates generally are ticking certainly two of those pillars. So they're certainly probably involved in team management and by default, they're probably doing a good job of client management. They're the two areas that I suspect they are already doing or most good associates are doing. The two areas that I find generally they fall down on is managing that increasing fee level and not only managing that increasing fee level but having knowledge of uh, I guess the profit and loss on the jobs that they're on you know knowing the fee levels that are coming in um, being able to adequately understand what kind of money we're making on this job but secondly yes just that general increasing of that number and then the second pillar that they're probably missing is business development and I guess this is probably the main barrier for most associates most associates I find in the market are probably already working, already 100% utilized, let's say, on fee-earning roles. You're probably managing a workload of a team and you'll probably be looking after one or two client accounts or client commissions. Some of you won't even know what kind of fees the business is generating for the work that you and your team are doing, thus have no idea about profit and loss on the job. Whilst that's definitely an issue, the even bigger issue is that you're either not allowed or simply don't have the time to get involved in business development. So where I find a lot of associates are, are essentially, I guess, stuck in a kind of catch-22 situation. To progress to partner or director, they're often expected to bring in their own clients. 
yet you're either discouraged from doing so or are already doing 60, 70 hours a week and simply do not have the time to do that kind of wider BD element. So if you find yourself in that position, I think the first thing you need to do is try and change that circumstance within the business you're in because until you change that, you're always going to be stuck just at that kind of uh, delivery associate level. You're not going to get the wider responsibility that's going to be that springboard to get you up to director or partner. So obviously the first way to tackle that is just simply to speak to your boss. Ensure that they've got a kind of clear action plan for you to remove you from doing a pure billing role and make it clear that you're not happy just doing that role. You actually want to do a wider role. You want to be more developed. You want to, um, I guess, develop your career into that director or partner level role. So what other things can you do, I guess, almost to either position yourself to be able to do this or at least demonstrate to the business? Well, you can do a few things. One is think about developing somebody else in your team who could almost potentially either take on your role or certainly free some of your day-to-day management burden up. You know, sooner you do that, the sooner you develop somebody. And after all, that's developing them as well, frankly, in terms of their progression in the business. But as soon as you develop somebody into somebody who can maybe, as I say, take on maybe 50% of your, your management time, that maybe frees you up to do other things in the business and also demonstrates to the business that you're thinking wider about, you know, about your future development, but also that of your team. So what else can you do? Put your hands up for networking events. Show interest in, in going to these. Even if some of them are, look a bit mundane and not, not that interesting, just demonstrate that you're interested in doing so. Potentially research new sectors or subsectors and bring a report to the management about the prospects within those sectors. Get involved in any kind of internal committees or groups that are about kind of improving processes and systems within the business. Put your hand up for supporting APC candidates and trainees in the business. And also just get, in, get involved in recruitment. You know, agree to be the one who maybe does those kind of early or late interview slots at kind of 8 a.m. or 6 p.m. that sometimes the senior management don't, don't want to do or can't do because they're committed elsewhere. If there is a new client coming to the business, be the one who says, you, you know, you're happy to take it on, even if it's a very low fee to begin with, but could potentially grow into something bigger. You be the one who says, you know, I'll take on that new client and, and almost actively be the one who takes on those maybe new clients, maybe some of the ones who maybe are perceived as the most prestigious clients. But when it demonstrates that you've got the ability to, to maybe grow client accounts and gives you that experience of doing so, but also it's probably a favor to your existing senior management team. So... I think if you do some of the, some or all those things, what you're clearly doing there is demonstrating to the wider business and the senior management that you are prepared to put your hand up, you are prepared to work hard and do things for the business, which I would hope, I would hope sincerely, is recognised by the senior management. Now, you may, you may of course need to be patient with all of this. This is not something that you're going to start doing you know, week one and expect that, right, okay, week four, they're going to start talking about a promotion up to director or partner. It may be a six-month, even 12-month commitment on your part to be doing all these different kinds of um, extracurricular activities, for want of a better phrase, beyond just your billing role so that you do get recognised. And hopefully from there, at least then you've got a solid sounding board to start having a very sensible discussion with your senior management about the fact that you do want to get up to that director-level role. So what if nothing changes? What happens if you've done all of that and still you just seem to be stuck in this kind of delivery, billing, associate role without without being recognised or without the discussion about you getting promoted? Well, frankly, you've probably got two options here. The first is to throw your toys out of the pram um, and demand things change. Make your boss very clear that your aspirations lie beyond associate level and that you expect 
that change to happen, I guess, within a reasonable time scale, let's say within the, within the next year. Now, if you do all that and you really do make a very strong case that that's what you want to see happen and it still doesn't happen, then candidly, you need to probably ask yourself, are you considered to be management or senior management material by your business, by your current employer? Especially if you've seen others progress from associate to partner director and, you, and you've stayed still. You really need to ask yourself, you need to ask yourself if you're in that inner circle of trust within that business, that they trust you, that you are, they trust or see you as a senior manager within their business. So you need to, I think, objectively, in the cool light of day, really ask yourself and be honest with yourself, do I believe this business wants me to actually step up to partner director level? And if the answer is not, then of course your second option is of course to consider moving employer. Consider moving to one who will recognise you and are clear that they do want somebody who is going to step up relatively quickly to director or partner. Now of course you, this is where you also need to you know, really be careful and apply some due diligence on your part to ensure that you don't jump from the frying pan to the fire. You need to you know, maybe use somebody like myself, frankly, who can who can steer you in the right direction about the kind of organisation who genuinely do want to promote good people and, and need almost good people to step up to that next level. Now, some of you may be asking, why don't I just look at an opportunity outside of where I currently am for a director or partner level? Well, look, I have this conversation with a lot of people. Candidly, my experience is that most businesses will not take somebody who is at one level and recruit them and promote them at the same time. So they won't take you as an associate and give you a director or partner level role immediately. Unless, of course, that their partner and director level roles, going back to the beginning of my episode here, do not match up with what the rest of the market um, is, is, is assuming a director does. There are two key reasons why they don't do that. The first is that it completely unsettles their existing team. If you can imagine, if you're an associate and your business brings in somebody at director, you look on their LinkedIn profile, and prior to coming to you guys, the individual as an associate, I'm sure you can appreciate that would really put your nose out. The second one is you're unproven. The fact that your current employer has not promoted you up to director would give a lot of companies some nervousness around the fact that you're maybe not ready to go up to director, hence why you've not had that promotion. So for those two reasons, you will find that in most cases, you have to make a sideways move, but the key is to go to a company who you're positive will recognize and reward you should they recognize your talent and push you up quickly up to that next level. Okay, my gosh, I've got a dry throat from all that talking. Um, I hope that has been a useful episode. I hope that gives you an understanding, I guess, of what you need to do to make that move from associate to director. I repeat again, the critical thing is not to get stuck just in that kind of delivery associate level role where you maybe are generating a company decent fees and maybe you are managing a decent sized team and maybe doing a really good job for one or two key clients. But if fundamentally that's all you're doing, you're fully 100% utilized just in that capacity, it's going to be very difficult for you to prove to your current employer that you need to be made up to director or partner. So you need to really work hard to not get trapped in that scenario. Okay, I hope that's been a useful episode. As I say, once again, thank you for everyone who's listened to all previous episodes. We really do seem to be getting some momentum with this and I'm regularly getting people reaching out to me, thanking me for the content I'm delivering on this podcast. So I promise you it will keep coming. Have a good day. I will catch you later. Take care. Bye. Bye.